Hello, everyone. Welcome to this episode of the Dental Assistant Nation podcast, coming to you live from the Voices of Dentistry Conference, Scottsdale, Arizona. I am so glad to be here and so glad that you have joined us for another episode of this podcast. Make sure you're subscribed to us. Make sure you give us those uh, likes, those reviews, all that good stuff if we are bringing you good content. And I know we're going to have some good content with my good friend today, Dr. Tani Sue Maestas. Kevin, doing well. It's always a pleasure to see you and to connect with you. It is so good to see you as well, my friend. You know, you and I spent time together in Houston. We did. And I want to make sure everybody goes back. We will make sure to link that podcast in here because you had so much good content about being a young dentist, about what you look for in a dental assistant as a young dentist, as well as the importance of knowing Spanish and other languages as well. But. For our, for our listeners, give us a little background on who you are for you. Sure, thank you. I'm Tanya Sumayestas. I work in a public health setting. I'm also a part-time faculty member at the new dental school in El Paso, Texas. And, um, yeah, I lead my team. I'm a dental director out there. And as a new dentist, there are some challenges with that, learning yeah. to um, lead a team, learning to manage emotions, conflict, which can be difficult. <laughs> and in the region that I live, um, Spanish is a very prominent and, and it's very important for our team to be fluent. And so whenever we look to bring on to our team, uh, we, we definitely are looking for somebody who is fluent in both English and Spanish. Well, and I'm looking forward to be down in your part of the world uh, for the Seattle Stud Club. Yes. Cinco de Mayo. Cinco de Mayo. I am so excited about that. It's going to be awesome. I am excited for you to be there and to welcome you and hopefully some good Mexican food. Bring it on. I am down (laughs) with that. Well, and hey, you are going to hear some background noise because, again, we're live here at the Voices of Dentistry Conference in Scottsdale. But I'm curious, you know, we talked a lot about you being, and I don't want to label you as a young dentist, but you are. And and again, I want to remind people, you won an ADA award. I did, yes. And, 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 Tell people a little bit about yeah, that. Yeah, thank you. So I, yeah. I, I won an award um, as one of the 10 dentists under 10 years um, by the ADA. I was nominated and I was selected um, among, I, I believe, 50 plus applicants and very, very honored for that uh, award and for that recognition. Um, I think that it just, it, it's an honor truly well, to, to. Well, you're doing something right. Oh, well, thank you. Means. And, and I knew that already. But oh, still, thanks. It's always nice to see. <laughs> you're too kind, Kevin. So, so tell me as a young dentist, a young business owner, uh, somebody who is really getting into this field Again, let's go over what you look for in a dental assistant. And I'm curious, whenever you've tried to hire for the position, mm-hmm. what have you looked for? Yeah, I'm looking for somebody who's going to come and join our team and join the culture. Somebody who is passionate about giving back to the community we work with underserved. And um, somebody who is hopefully bilingual because it is so important for our team members to be um, bilingual because we have so many Spanish-speaking patients. Um, so ultimately, we really want to bring somebody in who's going to mesh and, and not create issues. Uh, yes. And somebody who's going to add to the workflow of our daily life. So whenever you're talking about culture and the practice yes. and kind of fitting in, does does somebody if they don't exactly fit in, how do they view how do you view them in the hiring yeah, process? Yeah, so you know, I'll be frank and, and very candid that the last few years for dentistry has been really, really difficult and we have all struggled in the hiring process of uh, hiring somebody on and so I, I, you know, I would say that it was almost to the point where we were going to hire whoever walks through the door yeah, and, and that's difficult, right? right? It's yeah. difficult when you have somebody who may not mesh with that culture that you have and, and it definitely, it definitely sticks out, you know, it definitely hurts. Um, but you know, in, in that instance, you hope for the best really is, yeah. is what I think. And you hope that they are open to being, um, coached and directed in the right direction that you'd like to see them grow for your own practice. 
you know, one of the things, I just did a, a talk at the Rocky Mountain Dental Conference. We talked about the dentist-assistant relationship. And one of the things that I hear so often from assistants is that they come from another practice maybe. They have perceptions from their practice, and maybe they want to ask you about some of those things they right. did at the previous practice. Yeah. Do you want to hear that, or are you open to feedback, or do you have a way of doing things and it's really, you're in this practice now, let's do it this way? I, I'm open I, I like to do things in a certain way. Okay. I'm open to suggestions, but I don't I don't really like direct comparisons in okay. the sense that, hey, you're doing this wrong, let's do this better. I think that if I, I could be approached with, hey, like <laughs> there's a better system, <laughs> not necessarily, hey, you're, you're, you're failing at your leadership role. Um, I think I'm, I'm probably no, more well, open I get to that. that yeah. Yeah. But you know, I think it's all about approach and delivery, okay. and, and everyone has their own communication style. So um, I, I think that's where maybe for me, I, I could have issues with what that feedback is. And, and if it's something that they say, like we used to do it this way in my other practice, yeah. are those words that kind of are like nails on a chalkboard? Sometimes, for you? Okay. yeah. Sometimes yeah. I, I'm not gonna lie. Sometimes, yeah. <laughs> I, if it if it's a, you know, if it's going to. If it's going to lead to a better good, I'm open to it. Okay. Um, but some, sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes it doesn't. Yeah. The hiring process, what has that been like for you? Uh, yeah. You know, since, since you've gotten into this field. Right. As, what, what surprises have you found about it? Well, the biggest surprise in, is the lack of hires available. Okay. I, I think that COVID had a lot to do with that, but I, w- I was shocked. Um, and being rural, being in a private practice, that, that brings a whole different set of issues. Um, you know, pay is one of them. It's just, you know, it, it's hard, but that has been very surprising to me. Um, it also has been very surprising to me when you hire somebody on who isn't open to being coached. Ah, okay. I, I think that that has been surprising where, you know, yes, I'm young, sure. but I, I'm still the dentist in the practice. And uh, I would hope that the team is, is open to my leadership. And, it, and you know, there can be some personality issues with oh, all absolutely. teams. Yeah, with all teams. What do you want to see a dental assistant bring into that job interview? What do you want them to, you know, is, is it you know, them preparing or what? what oh, I, I want them to come in being themselves, but I would love to see just passion and compassion. Okay. I think to its core, the way that I like to practice for our community is being passionate and compassionate. Okay. We have many people who have never been to a dentist before and, you know, ensuring that there's no judgment there and that we are going to share our caringness with them is yeah. really, really important. So I think that when we're bringing somebody in, um, I, I would like to see that. I want to okay. see that passion and compassion come through during that interview. I would love your perspective on this because one thing I always talk to assistants about is if they're coming into your practice, I want them to go on your website. I want them to learn about you. I want them to figure out what kind of practice you have. Do you want them to have that heads up kind of coming in to know a little bit more about you? Yeah. So so I don't have that being in public <laughs> health. But yeah, you can yeah. find out more about, I mean, you can Google my name and you can find a lot of information. But yeah, I, I would. For me... You know, working in a in a organization, I like them to go and look to see what the mission of the organization is. Okay. For me, that tells me that they prepared and took time and they're serious about what the commitment will look like coming onto the role. So I, I do like them to prepare ahead of time. I think it just shows that they took time to uh, think about what they were going to come and say during the interview. It shows they care. You mentioned passion and compassion. Mm-hmm. And I love that. Yep. Are those the two things you have to have to work in public health? I 
I think so. I, I think you need that in dentistry, but okay. I would say for sure in public health, um, you know, you need to be passionate to be out there to, to be serving a community that is underserved and compassion along the same lines of you, you don't know what's going to walk in and you don't know their story. And so that's in all of dentistry, but I would say that it's very, very prevalent in a public health setting. What drew you into that? I'm curious. Public health? Yeah. Ah, so growing up in El Paso, um, I saw a lot of family members and friends who couldn't afford to go and see a dentist, couldn't afford to go see a doctor. Many people go across the border to get care. There are good and bad dentists everywhere. Some of that care is fine. Some of that care isn't okay. And it's just hard for me to know that there are still so many issues of access to care. And so I knew that I wanted to make at least a dent in that um, access to care issue. And so that I've always been passionate about giving back to communities that need help. So That's, that's so cool. I mean, it takes a big heart, I know, to be able to do that. Whenever you, you sense that somebody is going to maybe settle, shall we say, for care that's less than you would provide, yes. how do you kind of try to talk them out of that? <laughs> I'm curious. Yeah. um, You know, there are a lot of people who I don't do a whole lot of molar endo. That's just because of um, timing. Right now, if we were to try and schedule a molar endo, we would be deep in the fall. And I'm not I'm not fast at it. And for me, I I would just prefer for that foundation to be done appropriately by by a specialist. That's just kind of how I feel comfortable. And I can do what I'm best at, which is the restoration on top of that. And there are many who will say, I'm just going to go over to Juarez and get it done. And like I said, good and bad dentists everywhere, they may get a great job. They may get a mediocre job. And what's difficult is that after they get that that work completed, if it's not great or if they come back with pain, they'll have to go and see a specialist. Or, you know, if they can't do anything about it, sadly, you know, we may resort to extracting the tooth. But if they do go and decide to go see the specialist after that point, they end up paying twice. You know, it's double the cost to them. And so, yes, it's a lot of money up front. But we can help mitigate uh, any problems in the future. Um, so I try and really try and convince them not to do that just because we, it's not predictable. It really isn't predictable. But it's uh, patient autonomy. That's their choice. You know, and, and one thing that I often hear is that whenever you leave the room, the patient will turn to the assistant and yes. say, what do you think? Yes. So how do you get on the same page as your assistant with something like that? You know, making right. sure they understand the level of care. Yeah, I think having conversations with them as to why I feel passionate about that. Uh, and they have seen things come back as well, too. I'm so sure. their experiences are very, very telling. Um, so they can share some of those personal experiences with uh, the patients. But I would say for the most part, our team currently is, is pretty much on the same page. So it's really nice for all of us to kind of agree and see eye to eye. And I hear those conversations after I leave the room uh, on the question, the follow-up questions that come up. And it's pretty consistent with the message that, that I try and deliver. I know you're part of the Ignite DDS team. Yes. I'm so glad we get to work together there. But I also know you've got a new project coming That's out right. as well. That's right, yes, so tell yeah. tell our listeners a little bit about that. For sure. Well, Ignite is a great group. And um, to plug, plug in Ignite a little bit, um, it's an opportunity just to help grow the new dentist to be uh, and, and the practicing dentist to be a better dentist and to connect them with resources. And David Rice has um, just an array of different connections that he can connect people to. And he's a solid guy. So if you ever need help along the way, he's a great person to reach out to. Uh, for myself, I'm starting a, a new podcast. It's, it's launched already. It's called New Dentist on the Block. It's an opportunity to feature new dentists, share their stories, um, successes, failures, life in between, and share, you know, a little bit of some of the stories from some older dentists as well, too. And, um, a few organizations as well that have great benefits to offer new dentists. 
do you find that no matter where you practice, no matter what dental school you went to, that all new dentists kind of face some of the same challenges along the way? Yes, I, I would say that generationally, in my opinion, many of these challenges change. So I would say that for our generation, other than student debt, student debt I feel is a, is a constant, but that student debt has increased and has led to a whole lot of challenges, especially when choosing where to practice. Um, so I, I, I hear a lot of difficulty coming out of school, choosing where to practice, coming out of school, especially if you don't go to a school that has assistance, learning to work with assistance. That's, uh, there's some challenges. I also want to plug one more thing that you do with Ignite DDS. You have a real cool thing yeah. called Fireside Chats. Yes. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, Fireside Chats is an opportunity to connect with industry leaders from across the nation and have them share pearls with dentists also from across the nation. And it has been wonderful to learn a lot of things. I've learned a lot of financial stuff that I, I'm not very financially savvy, <laughs> but I've learned a ton of that. And I've also connected with a lot of really great dentists um, who have shared lots of lots of wisdom uh, and there are 30 minute episodes are on instagram live we save them after and they're available for anyone who would like to listen to them so while we certainly hope you're following ignite dental assistance on instagram i want to encourage you follow ignite dds on instagram as well tani sue has some great guests that come on there there's a lot of really good information and i think it's really important for the assistant to kind of know behind the scenes what the dentist is thinking worried about uh, right. focused on for the year yeah as well. absolutely i would say that with a lot of issues in the dental office, they can be solved through communication. Amen. So the better communication that you can have uh, with a dentist and the dentist with the assistant, the better that the day will go. Well, Tiny Sue, I always love chatting with you. Oh, and I'm Kevin, glad I get to see you face to face again. Yes, me too. I'm so happy to be here. I'm happy you're here. Thank you so much. And thanks to all of you for listening to this episode of the Dental Assistant Nation podcast powered by Ignite DA. And as always, we try to bring some of the best voices in dentistry to you, the dental assistant, to tackle some of the topics that we've heard are important to you. Until next time, Kevin Henry, co-founder of Ignite DA, signing off and is re always reminding you that together we rise. <laughs>